In today's episode, we're going to be answering one of your burning questions. How do we keep God in the center of our relationship and avoid idolizing our partner? Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to episode 143 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi and Sarah. And today we're going to be answering one of your burning questions because yesterday we sent out a a link for you to do a survey and to ask your number one biggest question when it comes to how to successfully discern and prepare for marriage. And this is one of the questions that just kept repeating and we want to address this. Like, how do we keep God in the center of our relationship and avoid the uh, pitfall of idolizing our partner? And this is a good question because it could be really difficult when you're trying to grow as a couple together that we could get so caught up in all that uh, versus what is really important in our relationship. So would you mind sharing a little bit about like how how is your past relationships were like? It was not good because it's so easy to fall into this trap of making your partner an idol and so quickly to forget about God. But that just shows where I was in my life spiritually that I was so easy to forget him. Um, but in one of my past relationships, we we did the whole Sunday obligation, holy days of obligation We prayed over our meals, but other than that, it was a relationship that was all about us and it wasn't good because we were just having fun and doing the many things that we shouldn't be doing, like falling in chastity, indulging in too much food and too much alcohol, buying each other all the things only to break up after 10 months. And even though we did have our fair share of fun, we would tear each other to bits and like how we spoke to each other so that's because we were making each other the idol and when we would fight it would be a bigger fight because we had placed each other so high Mm, i totally resonate with that because yeah i mean like ultimately i i focused on her too there was no other type of focus in our relationship because I never really knew what a Christ-centered relationship was, what it looked like. No one really modeled that to me um, early on, especially in my dating life. And when I was with my ex, um, I was so devoted to her and our relationship and spending so much time with her and each other that when we ended up breaking up because of how toxic our relationship really was, I ended up lonely because... All of my other relationships with my parents, with my friends, my closest like best friends before, they all kind of fell because I wasn't focused on Mm. those things anymore Mm because I was just spending so much time with her. And I realized like 
I definitely put her on a pedestal and uh, it yeah. backfired. Yeah, that's so true because I remember having a friend who we would hang out with all the time. But when she gets into a relationship, it's kind of like she disappears. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's always with her partner. Yeah, it happens. And it's, it's sad. It's not supposed to happen. But when I was like just caught up in the emotions, it was hard to get out of it because right. I was so blinded with what's going on. And you just want to be with that person 100% of your time or as much as you can. Yeah. But then when we met together, I know things changed. I mean, ultimately, when I was single and it took about a year and a half i think two years before i actually met you i knew like and i started to like grow myself spiritually uh through my brotherhood and then i met you and uh, we we started dating but we wanted to do things a different way i think that was completely different from what we were used to which mm -hmm. is not like modern dating but a courtship type of dating yeah so when it's crazy because I did the whole traditional courtship thing. Like I asked her mom for permission to court Sarah because her like she has uh, separated parents, divorced parents. And her mom was the one um, that she had a big, a better relationship with at the time and was living under this, the household. So I asked her and yeah, like we prayed when when I asked her to be my girlfriend, because I knew at that moment that this is the right thing to do. Like my intention when we started dating was to discern marriage, not just have fun. Like we didn't want to, like we didn't just want to mess around and all these things, but discern marriage and help each other get to heaven. Because ultimately if I, if our relationship failed, we're not failed, but like if it didn't work out well, we find out we didn't have enough chemistry. We at least helped each other grow in holiness, mm -hmm. which is our ultimate mission. Yeah, so definitely. Is there something you want to add there? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so what happened, like what we started doing is instead of leading like ourselves to each other, like closer to us, like we started like finding ways to lead each other to God and making sure like our, the sacraments was a central part of our relationship. And I remember one of the quotes that we would always say to our, each other was like, hey, I love you, but I love God way more. And I would always say, I understand. Yeah, we would laugh, we would laugh about it. And it's really like because we understood like this was the whole like this was that was supposed to happen. Like we should have been doing this in our past relationships. Yeah, and it was but, a good reminder to ourselves too. Yeah. That God is number one. We are number two. Right. And when, when we were in this whole journey, what one thing that really helped us was like forming ourselves in the faith by being consumed, like consume, like having our minds consumed with godly things. Like uh, we were plugged into a young adult group. We were reading good Catholic books we were, le we were learning the Catholic perspectives when it comes to marriage and relationship roles. And we had to cut through the modern relationship advice that we hear all over the place in social media, from relationship experts, uh, to really see things in a more Catholic perspective. And from this, like all this formation, it helped us discern marriage really quickly. Um, compared to being in those long relationships that I, I know I've been, my longest like relationship was like six years. Nothing happened. 
or five, six years, something like that. I don't yeah. even remember. It's just <laughs> long and what a waste of time. Yeah. And because we had discerned marriage so quickly, we grew a lot in virtue and in holiness. And it allowed us to experience more joy and peace and just be detached from the secular world and from each other. We we're able to do this whole journey and discerning marriage with clarity yeah, because we had God yeah. in the center. And without being attached to each other. I think that was the big pitfall in my past relationship. I was just so attached to her. Yeah. I was I had codependency issues in my past relationships. And um, yeah, like this new this new relationship that we had was just because we focused on the right things. So the thing here, like to answer your question, like how do we keep God in the center of our relationship and avoid idolizing our partner is to make sure like your like every aspect of your relationship, including God in it. Because when you think about a relationship, there's so many facets of a relationship, mm -hmm. of a marriage. It's not just how do you communicate or build intimacy. It's also how do you manage finances? And do you keep God in the center of that? How do you... What else? How do you take care of your health, your wellness? But how do you do that to honor God rather than yourself? There's so many things that we can, that we do every single day, including our jobs. Like how do we honor God through the work that we do? And when you are trying to keep God in the, in the center of your life and where you guys are going together, You've got to include him in all the facets of your life and your relationship. Mm -hmm. And you do this by growing your interior life as an individual. Of course, you're going to be growing as a couple, but it's really important for you to do this as an individual so that you can see God in the different areas of your life, so that you can see Jesus in the different people that you interact with, especially in your romantic relationship with your partner. And another thing that helps is to be practicing emotional chastity because we can get so caught up in thinking about the future. Um, I mean, it's understandable if you're engaged, but if you're dating, you should definitely avoid this or limit it because you want to think about the now, the present mm -hmm. of yeah. how you can grow in holiness, how you can keep God in the center now and not get so caught up in what could be um, fantasizing yeah. about your partner because ultimately you don't know. You don't know who God is calling you until you actually grow deeper in your relationship. And again, it's that attachment. You've got to build that attachment to God rather than each other. Um, so yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah, and it's because like a lot of people feel hurt when they break up because they're also breaking up with that future that they had yeah, in their mind. That they're thinking and fantasizing. Like, oh, we could have had this together. Mm. But that doesn't matter because what matters is now. Exactly. So this is really important. And one of the things, I guess the biggest, one of the pitfalls that you can fall <laughs> in <laughs> when it comes to prioritizing God while you guys are growing as a couple 
is the amount of resources that you're actually consuming. Because that was the big thing with Sarah and I. Like we had to form our Catholic conscience by reading good Catholic stuff. And the 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 thing that you need to just be cautious with, even though we we recommend like reading good relationship books, is just be careful because a lot of these relationship experts and these relationship books that you could read are not taught in the Catholic perspective. They're not taught with talking about like your relationship with God. They're more focused on your relationship and the, just the both of you. Um, and that's one of the biggest pitfalls is that we're consuming these good, these are good books. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I read the books, but I'm prudent as to, hey, what what is the right things here? when it comes to through our Catholic lens and what are the things that I could just be like, no, I could, I could just uh, set that aside. I don't think that's really in alignment with the faith. Um, so you've got to exercise prudence um, when it comes to the resources as you guys are growing as a couple um, to find more Catholic um, centered relationship stuff mm-hmm. compared to, yeah. Um, again, I'm not saying anything's wrong with them. But just be wary, be weary, because a lot of these experts are not thinking from a Catholic perspective. Right. And another pitfall is imbalance. It's important because you guys want to be a holy couple. So you want to be growing in your faith. But focusing too much on your spiritual life as a couple could detract from learning about each other. If you're not making enough space to learn and grow as a couple in the different areas with God at the center as well. There's there's a time and place for prayer and learning about our Catholic faith, but there's also the time that you're in to date and to like make sure you're planning your wedding if you're engaged. So just make sure that there's a good balance. Yeah, remember you're not discerning the vocation of a priest or a religious brother and sister. Like that's their life. Their life is to pray. Like their whole day is prayer. Um, the vocation of marriage is not like that. The reality is we're not supposed to be praying so much that it detracts from our responsibilities as parents, as spouses. There is that balance because I know sometimes we want to be super Catholic and just like do all the devotions all at once. Cause I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. And I know a lot of our couples that go through our program, they've been there too. Like they try to do all the devotions and the novenas and the everything. And then they realize, man, I don't even, I don't even get a chance to get to know my partner. Again, nothing wrong with prayer. There's a balance, but since you are discerning marriage, there has to be a balance where, your rela- your relationship with God and growing that also you are supposed to fill, fulfill the needs of your partner and be there for your partner. Yes. So hopefully this helps and answers your question. I think this is a really awesome question of how do we keep God in the center of our relationship and avoid idolizing our partner. And um, speaking of questions, we're still taking questions. So go to the show notes, the link in our show notes. There's a short survey that'll take you less than a minute two questions where you can ask ask a question about anything in re- related to how to successfully discern and prepare for marriage so that we can answer that in our podcast or 
we're probably going to be answering that in the event that we're going to be hosting real soon that we're super excited about. Woo-hoo! Super excited about. And um, yeah, we'll tell you more about that once we get closer. So go to our show notes and ask those questions. With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.